Hey, yeah, we back. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, okay, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Pick up where I fell off. Um, so I was taking the classes through Lydia Dupra. She had, mm-hmm. she had a lady called the Legal Ho, and she explained, you know, some things to us. And if I take a man into a room and I make love with him and I accept money, that is illegal. But if I take a man into a room and I make love with him and I record it and I put it on the internet and I accept money, now that has become legal. And mm-hmm. I had a family that I needed to worry about. So I transitioned in 2017 into the video because initially before, you know, I was under that principle of like, oh, I don't want my kid to see video of me doing what I yeah. do. Um, but the laws are that it's more appropriate for the video to exist, you know? So yeah, it was what it was. Um, but yeah, I don't, um, it's, it's an interesting industry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And I've been in it for two decades. So, oh my and, 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 and it's interesting that you said that you post on Craigslist. They showed me that, yeah, you, you, you've been in the game for a minute. Yeah, for a yeah, nice well, minute. Man, the, the Craigslist thing was crazy because, okay, so you know how I said, like, the mental health thing. And so when I went to the Bay Area, dating mm-hmm. apps was not a thing yet. This is 2013, mm-hmm. right? So I, that's how, if you wanted to post an ad on the internet that you wanted to date, you did it through Craigslist. So mm-hmm. I had watched this movie called Craigslist Joe. It's a documentary. And the mm-hmm. preface of this documentary is that this guy, Joe, everything he does for 30 days is through Craigslist. And he rides, he takes, places he stays, foods he, he eats, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. I'm about to be Craigslist Kylie. So <laughs> I started posting ads in the Bay Area that was like BBW Seeks Date, BBW mm-hmm. Seeks Motorcycle Ride. And because mm-hmm. I had never been in that part of the game, I didn't realize I was out there escorting for free. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was out there escorting for tacos and shit, you know, the things that they would give me on the date. And then mm-hmm. when I, when you exhibit that behavior in Oakland, eventually somebody is like, yo, you know, that's some money. That's a resource. Yeah. Um, so uh, it kind of rocked that way. But yeah, I was out there being Craigslist, Kylie. I did all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Most definitely. So, um, you be in the game, tell everybody how the game has just changed, you know what I'm saying, from that moment to now. Uh, there's a, a lot of ways. Okay, so when I first started posting in the Bay Area, um, there was really only two other plus-size women, and they were very heavy-topped, very large-breasted white mm-hmm. women. And, mm-hmm. you know, that the diversity of the body types, and the, um, you know, different flavors of women that you can get in the plus size genre has definitely plumped up. Um, mm-hmm. When I first started doing this, pimps would hire me as a date, but mm-hmm. pimps would not work with me as a coach, right? They'd be like, I don't mm-hmm. work with fat bitches. But then they would have their bitches out busting dates while they were fucking me, giving me her money, having me <laughs> climb out of hotel windows talking about my bitches friends with the maid. You know, like, the, the, I had one date, man, he had pimp tattooed down one forearm and hard tattooed down the other. <laughs> yeah, you here giving me your money like it was because I did not know I was 30 years old fresh in the game so I did not know anything from anything so I mm-hmm. had very raw experiences where you know as other women they might not have seen these men in the first place mm-hmm. um, 
So yeah, that it, that it it has changed. Um, also, kind yep. of like the inception that a lot of these people get into these things because they had bad childhoods. I yeah. feel like there is more sensitivity towards the males and looking like what the process of recovery for them is and how they mm-hmm. got into this and not so much looking at them as just straight ass predators. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has changed. And then also I didn't learn this until recently. And I think the term that my girlfriend told me is called direct marketing. Um, mm-hmm. But the inception of the internet has kind of killed and then resurged pimping. And the way that I feel that that is, is that there are women who are very smart women, such as Lydia Dupra, uh, Jenna Shea is one of them, that Mm -hmm. are out here offering coaching to other women. So you don't have the necessity to give all of your money to a man anymore for him to teach you things, for him to take care of you. You could sell another hoe $200 (laughs) the game and you just take care of yourself and um i think that was very big because like even when i first started this i had to find a dude for a little while and i was breaking him off like the most i could do is 50 percent. you make sure i get to my date safe you give me a little game i'll give you 50 percent of whatever the date was i keep the rest um mm. so that um you know, because there's guys out there who will hit you up and be like, I won't, you know, date you, but do you need security? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, those things. But that those are just some of the aspects that I feel mm-hmm. have really changed. Also, um, I think that it, it before it used to be something that I always had to do in secret. I always had to do in private. Now, you know, being an Instagram hoe is kind of like a popular thing. Like, it's yeah. It's coveted. So, like, you know, now people are like, oh, God, you're Instagram famous. And they don't really Mm -hmm. understand that that means, honestly, you being a whore. Like, I'm just a whore. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. Because I've been yeah. saying it the whole time, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I, the, my my marketing skills, and that's the disconnect there, is that they look at these women and they disregard them as, you know, dumb women or women who have to resort to using their body as a last-ditch effort. No, this is a highly educated business person whose marketing is so good that you think she's famous, but she really selling pussy. See, and see, also what girls don't understand is that when you become a porn star, it kind of also gives you a little bit more oomph with your clientele because now it's not I'm just seeing a regular girl. No, I'm seeing a porn star. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about with the insurgents and the the like rise and fall of the internet thing because, okay, the internet was really hot and popping. We had first it was Redbook that went down. Then we had Mm -hmm. Backpage. Then they took that down. The inception of the law, Fosta Sesta changed the face of the internet. So then girls who could no longer market themselves through the internet had to return to pimping and return to street walking, right? So when that happened it was important that you started marketing yourself on the internet in that regard through social media because if you didn't do that you went back to the primary venue being street walking don't nobody want to do that no and actually Abby, want to be honest really you might well say only fans became a new back page 
Honestly. Yeah, yes and no. Okay. Um, it is the my this is my concern with that is it is common that websites use sex workers in order to grow themselves and once the platform is grown they they extra they like they take the sex workers out it's we're done with you and they kick us off right and i think that we are in the budding of that happening with OnlyFans. um i like i said i follow uh there is a a, like an educational base called why not it's a Mm -hmm. conglomerate of of cam companies who offer business and educational information to people in the industry sarah Mm -hmm. j is very involved with it i met her yeah i I got linked up with it um so um on why not they were talking about that uh only fans has received some sort of business deal and if they accept this business deal that um they would have to get rid of the sex workers oh, and that's oh they already accepted what, it they already yeah, accepted it yeah like that's kind of what all websites do for example if we looked at instagram you know, recently they took the like button and they replaced that with a shopping cart. That was intentional. We're already yeah. programmed to click there. So we click there now. That's a shopping cart. When mm-hmm. they start offering those items in that shopping cart, those companies say, hey, we'll work with you. But in order for us to work with you, you need to do certain things. And one of those things is always get rid of sex workers. And that's why they're mm-hmm. going so hard on that community and trying to force them out right now because they mm-hmm. are generating more revenue from that shopping cart. Sex workers are generating the revenue directly to themselves. Instagram is yeah. really making money off of us. Mm-hmm. So but that's, you know, that's all that's, that I really study this industry deep. Like I'm, I'm not just here to be a pretty face. I, I personally, I understand that there is a genre for everybody, but I personally, you know, I'm getting a little older. I want to be more on the coaching side of things. I want to be on the more mm-hmm. developing side, advocacy side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really try to stay informed. Yeah, because it. I, would, I just actually, it's funny. I just did an episode that I recorded right before I talked to you, talking about OnlyFans, and yeah. like I was saying in it, people should have known this was going to happen because OnlyFans don't have a twenty two fifty seven statement nowhere on the site. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. Um, and two, there's other reason why ladies much always put their stuff on different platforms other than OnlyFans. Yep, because. I know you remember this site. You remember Rude.com? You know, I didn't use um, that particular one. Remember, that went down. That came down. Because remember, it used to be Clips for Sale, Southern Charm, and Rude.com. Okay, so this this is what I know about the websites. I know as soon as I log on it and I see five or six government symbols at the top, it's over. And they, they be putting yeah. like, <laughs> that's how I know the site went down, because you'll log on, and all of a sudden, you'll see like, FBI, inter- all kind of shit, all at the top. <laughs> and the thing about, and then the crazy part, it won't just back page that got shut down. People gotta remember, there were so many escort sites that got shut down. It was I, a lot. Bro, like, I just have this personal theory that when Trump got in the fight with Stormy Daniels, he fired all of us. He said, fuck all you bitches. I'm shutting the internet down. 
And I understand that the base movement for that was child trafficking and a lot of things Mm -hmm. were happening in America where families Mm -hmm. were pushing to shut those websites down. But when you sit in back and you're looking at the whole thing, it's like, bitch, you got in a fight with the president and he fired all of us. (laughs) But basically, basically like, fuck you hoes. Fuck all you hoes. Fuck you hoes. (laughs) But see, what's crazy is, but what's crazy is, like in Manhattan, they're test running decriminalization. Right. And if let's say escorted become decriminalized, I don't know. I really do. I don't know because they're I, the. I guess similar to the way that the weed industry has changed, in that mm-hmm. the people who really love it and put a lot of heart into it and and do the right thing are going to get flushed out by legislation and fees and you know regulations and the people who are willing to grow it into some sort of corporate industry are going to make it like the massage industry like the massage parlor whole yeah industry. oh yeah I, I smell government brothels <laughs> yeah. yeah females got to register is is is, is government hoes so when you so what kind of content do you put out okay so when i was speaking about you know coaches that i use for development i'm still looking for my niche amberly rothfield is who i use primarily for you know those types of concepts to teach me and Mm. i the niches that i a lot of the times the niches in plus size communities are self-deprecating and I'm mm-hmm. not into that. I don't want to fart on camera. You know, no. Sarah J taught me that I have the capability to pick the content I want. I don't have to do what they tell me to. So, no. you know, I don't want to fart on camera. I don't want to oink and act like I'm a pig. I don't want to... Crushing is not really my thing. Because when you see me in person, mm-hmm. people are always like, you're not as big as you look on the internet. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, basically, I I thought your profile picture, I thought it, I was like, where's she BBW at? You know what I'm saying? Well, and then, like, I lost, um, I lost 80 pounds this year because I was allergic to weed. So, I'm having a little bit of body dysmorphia because I've been a plus size woman and I identify as plus, but like, I could not go buy plus size clothes right now. I wear extra large. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, uh, yes. So what, anyways, focusing on my content, um, I do uh, solo masturbation clips. I do boy girl when I can find boys. It's very hard to get boys to actually follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on, um, my, uh, deep throat oral. Um, I have, a, a some pieces coming out. I've been working with someone off Twitter named, um, the supersized BBW hunter. We've been meeting mm-hmm. up today. Um, so I, I don't know, I, just mo- mostly solo and boy girl, mm-hmm. uh, mostly homemade. My professional stuff right now is mostly solo. I always book a guy, but he never shows up. I don't know. That's a whole separate thing. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to ask you, I was like, do you like go through, do you contact actual factual mail times or you go through, let's say, clients or people, guys that you know? 
Um, a combination of both. But this is the thing. People mm. don't really realize how expensive porn is to make. Yeah. So, for example, uh, Dallas Strokes works out of Oakland, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, Dallas, I will keep his rate private because that's his private information. But say mm-hmm. I wanted to work with him, right? Yeah. It's $200 a head for us to get tested through talent testing. We're at $400 yeah. right there. I have to go to the Bay. And then one of the things about me having an accounting degree and being in this industry is that my nails, hair, lingerie, those are all costs of my video. So just the nail shop's 100 alone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay, now we've got the location. So just between the testing, the location, and the stuff I need to do to make myself a female performer, we're already six or $700 in. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, I have to pay Dallas his rate to show up. So mm-hmm. I love working with professional professional male talent but am i cracking a thousand dollars off a video right away no hell Mm -hmm. no you know the tubes i I got 1.5 million views on pornhub last year and that equated to 700 dollars. oh i know pictures on the internet where people are like oh i posted one video on pornhub and i got twenty thousand dollars no those that's fake that's all fake and you know the people the producers that i I won't say work with because what I find is that producers contact me to flirt with me, to tell me that they like my content, to want to be my friend, but never hire me. It's it's a really insulting mm-hmm. process because they feel like tricks. They feel like clients. It's like, you want to be friendly with me. You want me to talk to you about the industry. You want me to talk to you about my content, but you're not actually paying me any money or hiring me. And then I see all these other girls on your site who you're paying. That's fucking insulting, yo. We're not yeah. friends. Like, so, and- just, so do you do content trade? I, w- I try to sometimes, but you know, just <laughs> like I said, with the breakdown, like what I found is that just for me to make a video, I'm looking at least four or five hundred dollars. Yeah. So, no, I don't want to offer content contacting me saying, and they're thinking that they're offering me something. No, you're asking for me to pay five hundred dollars to fuck you and then put it on the internet and sell it and see if it makes money afterwards. That's what you're really asking, and I don't want to do that. Like. You know, so no, not really. It's not lucrative. You know, the, mm-hmm. what, what I've found now that I've been in the industry is that if you are doing content trade, you need to be doing content trade at Erotica. You need to be doing content trade at ABS. Correct. Where everybody is already there, already tested, already set up to shoot. That's the other problem that I had is that these content people are stealthing. They are, and if for anyone who's not familiar with that concept, what that means is that it, when you take the condom off without the knowledge of the other person whoa yeah in 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 european countries it is um it's a considered a legal offense if you do this to somebody it's considered a form of rape in Mm -hmm. um, great britain right but in america it's not like that so what i have found is a lot of times when or in the times when i've said you know not with everybody and if you see me working with somebody on the internet i don't want you to think you know that i had a bad experience with them but what i have found with the content creators is that they take the condom off during the videos and then they be like oh well it's okay because we're gonna work together in the future or you know some sort of yeah damn what content creator 
you only two. God damn. <laughs> it, it's happened twice. It's happened twice. Mm. With, like people who I met through, you know, Twitter who were mm. considered other reputable. You know, I've seen other girls in the industry that they've worked with. Mm. And then it was like, you know, like I, I felt very like taken of it. Like if this was a client, I would have been fucking pissed. Like, yeah. but that's what I think there's the, for them, it's like, content people who are asking for top content trades usually are super fans who have built a social media base who okay. are trying to get to uh established female performers and then once they are with them they are taking off the condom and having sex with you and that is i've had the process happen more than once so if it was a one time i would be like okay yeah no mm -hmm. but just from my experience the timeline that I just gave, it's super fan, wants to fuck performer, and then fucks you raw without your consent. That's not but, cool. Yeah, that's what that's I feel cool. content trade processes. And I'm not, there are other, you know, established male performers, but like the established, like, for example, it, when I talked, you know, with Slink about performing with him, he has a rate. Dallas Strokes has a rate. The people, the men who are out here who are really performing are going to tell you the rates. The ones who mm -hmm. are not telling you the rates, super fans who want to fuck. Well, damn. Wait, wait, I hate I hit you up because you would think I was a super fan if I hit you up for content. And I'm serious about my business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because, because seriously, um, even with me, I cover travel, I cover hotel. This is when I was doing it. And you shot more than one or two scenes. We shot for a whole fucking weekend. You girls left with 15 scenes. See, and if the, that that's a professional conversation. Those are the touch points that I want to be hearing. But that's yeah. not how these gentlemen are contacting oh, no. you. They're, they're like, well, when are you available? You're a stranger messaging me off Twitter. I'm not going to pull out my date book and tell you every single day I'm available. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like... Just so with that said, how should a man who is looking to shoot with you, content or whatever, how should they approach you? I would say that approaching with a just, this is a business, just acknowledging, hey, I would like to work with you. Um, okay, for example, I follow a girl called Charm School for, for Dancers um, on mm -hmm. Instagram, and she has a script. And the script is for women if you want to do a contract trade, but I think it's a fantastic script. Mm -hmm. First of all, you make sure that you follow each other on social media. If you're not following me, uh, no, the answer is no. So mm -hmm. once you have followed me, then you contact me and you say, hey, I follow you. This is the direct aspect of your content that I like. So showing me that you're actually paying attention to what I'm doing and you're not just trying to utilize my followers. Yeah. And then say i would be interested in doing you know a con a, a content trade with you. would you be open to that and if so let's discuss costs and what you what we would cover mm -hmm. like just saying that's the thing for me is nobody is acknowledging this is costing me money mm -hmm. it's like it's like they're a puppy dog with a bone in their mouth like Hey, babe, I'm the hero coming to be the hero in your videos. No, you asking me to pay to fuck you. Basically. Basically. Because even, even with me, this is why I tell guys, when you approach a female, before you approach professional, 
You show them your site, you show them your credits. The reason why, because even, even when, because <clears throat> I used to get girls work in the business. And I'm talking about evasive angles. I'm talking about heat wave, busty baby dolls. You know some of these companies. Mm-hmm. And what I did was simple. I sent them a sample of their video, three pictures, nude, with their hands standing side by side, front, back, and side. And a list of their sites. The reason why, so he can see that she's experienced, he can see what she looked like without clothes, and see her work. Mm-hmm. That's the same way men should be when they try to contact these ladies. But because the business has become too normalized and too easy for anybody to get into this business, and that's why you run into half the problems you run into. Mm-hmm. Because producers, we used to vet that. That's why, because... Like I was telling somebody the other day, girls come in the game looking for a cell phone. Back in the day, they came in the game looking for a producer. Mm-hmm. The reason why you need that producer, not just for you to get your content, but also he vetted the male talents. He helped you find the male talents. He helped you find work. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what's missing today. Yeah. Yeah, because basically what's happening for me is, like I said, the cost process associated with my accounting knowledge it is not financially lucrative for me to hire a professional male at this point I'm not making money on my videos like that Mm -hmm. so you know then I'm stuck with working like with you know friends who volunteer or you know somebody Mm -hmm. my videographer I have a videographer I've been working with for a decade you know somebody Mm -hmm. he might find Um, and I think that men they want to have the conversation that they are going to be a porn star. They want yeah. to to have that that role play in their mind. But when it comes down to really performing on camera, they don't show up. So then I spent a thousand dollars on a shoot that I am shooting solos at. <laughs> don't feel bad because us men go through it too. You, you trust yeah. me, I lost so much money from from plane tickets, bus tickets. Hotels because people didn't want to show up and flake. And it's kind of sad. And it also taps into you mentally. Okay, it makes you say, is something wrong with me or something? Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And people don't take that into account. Well, I, so I, I, sometimes do feel that way, but I try not to feel that way because the reality is, is that nobody got into this because life was going fantastic. Everybody who is in this industry is here because somewhere along the line, something was broken and you have to understand that and accept that and use grace for that. Even though like, you know, I'm terribly inconvenienced. I get really pissed off, but was I working with somebody who had a full toolbox in the first place? No, I wasn't. No. Oh, you would have loved me. That's the thing that in this industry. North Carolina be like, I got to come back. You would have left about 15 scenes. <laughs> would have made some money. <laughs> would have made probably a good grand or two out of you out this motherfucker. I'm telling you. But see, but that way it goes to, like I tell females, you, you have to vet these guys. You just can't go up because they got a website. Because sometimes, because they got a website, because what a lot of girls don't understand is a lot of these girls pick men because they want to fuck them. Right. It ain't got nothing to do with his background, it got nothing to do with what he brings to the table. They're more concerned about what's in his pants. And that's how a lot of these male talents 
get these content shoots. Now, with you, I like the fact that you pay male talents. You don't see a lot of girls doing that. Well, I mean, I just, the thing is, is that everybody who's here is here for money. Like, we fucking know that. You know that. That's what, you know. So, like, to contact a a man in this industry and think that the worth for him is free pussy, that's not really what's going on. They're past Mm -hmm. that, you know. Yeah. That's not the draw for them. And then, honestly... Mm -hmm. Part of it is, you know, if you really smart to the game, there are some dudes who I might like, and they might end up getting the pussy for free the second time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to cash out that first one, you know, just to show oh, yeah. honor for for my process how you found me because like things start to feel real, you know, unwelcome, real. Like I don't use like to use this word, but if if you didn't pay your way or or whatever things feel rapey inside of me like i don't i mm-hmm. get off of me no this is not it like i can't push Puts, my mind money makes her come people money yes. makes her come yes <laughs> yes that's why i told i got a homeboy and we was talking i said even fame could only get you the pussies for free twice <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I pull up this fucking interview. I do it, <laughs> but no, but see, but that's the interesting part because, like, even with girls, don't be taking into account with us. We got to bring the equipment half the time, so we got to travel on the plane with equipment. We know how they treat treat the the suitcases, you know. Period. Um, we have to cover rooms, and the most dis disheartening thing is when you bring a girl into town and you think you're going to shoot a lot and y'all shoot maybe three, one scene a day. And you sitting there like, really? I spent all this money okay. for your ass to shoot three scenes? <laughs> so, so, so that, what you just said is the missing point that I didn't have or the breakdown that I didn't have with these content creators. They have, mm-hmm. you were saying, you know, like the, the people who offer the collabs, no, that's not what they're offering. They... No. Supply the location. Then they show up with the iPhone that they're recording on. Oh my like, God! Yes, yes, and and I'm not like, the you iPhone. Know, yeah, uh, iPhone, uh, iPhone. Like, uh, and then I'll be like, because I have a personal videographer, you know. So I'll be like, mm. well, you know, what if my videographer comes? Oh, well, I'm not sure. I'm comfortable with that. Okay, so this reiterates more. You trying to fuck for free? Don't Basically. want my professional videographer to come. You want to record it on your iPhone, and you're gonna take the condom off halfway through, nah, motherfucker. And that's see, that's but- and see, that's the reason why I tell girls work with professional male talent. Yep. Even even if because there's professional male talent that do content trades, such as Don Prince, such as Richard Mann, such as Mysterious Mister Mysterious. Um, Hell, if you don't mind doing the white dude, holly my man Billy Pilgrim. Holly Thor Well, I'm trying to Johnson. work like I've been trying to work. Um, I know I've been talking it, I lost my primary Instagram. So some of my business connections have not been reestablished. But like I have an interest in working with Thor. Um, I have an interest in working I shout out Stretch three times. Anybody who knows him, he I got stranded at AVM one year and he rescued me and, and there was no intimacy, no nothing. Just a real ass, cool ass, real fucking dude. So if Don't anybody hear this shot, 
Yeah, shout out Stretch three times. That's a real ass human being, and he saved me in a real ass situation. So I always like to shout him out. Yeah, because um, because even to the point that having a good team around you, people around you, a community around you helps you a whole lot. And it, like I said, I don't know exactly where you necessarily live, <laughs> but. I truly believe that once you start going to some of these conventions, you're going to see a difference because a lot of the people that you need to work with, you're going to run into. Yeah. And that's what it is that if I would just, if I could encourage anybody, make your connections through AVN, make your connections through Mm. erotica. That is the people who is really doing business. Find yourself Mm. a a mentor. The people that I Mm. have had along the way, Jenna Love, she mentored me along the way. She helped me find. Yeah, I know Jenna Love. Yeah. yeah, Jenna Love helped me find business connections for promo. Another thing is, you know, how, I'm going to tell you how I became friends with Jenna. I was a fan. She went somewhere and she loved the place, right? So I mm. was at a flea market and I saw it, Maine. I think she went to Maine. I saw a little keychain and it said, I heart Maine, but instead of a heart, it was a lobster, right? Uh-huh. 75 cents, I think. I pick up the keychain. I looked on her website. She had a P.O. box. I mailed it to her. I said, I'm a fan of your stuff. I thought I saw this and I thought of you. Ever mm. since then, we've been friends. So don't ever think that that's a big dollar bitch. Jenna wants mm-hmm. a Maserati. Jenna wants a tiny pony if you read her website. But mm-hmm. it's about the thought. It's about showing that you think about people because people is so worried about our image and how we look physically in this industry. They're not paying attention to our brains and our hearts. And if you mm-hmm. reach out to these people and you say, hey, I see who you are as a person, you could build a business connection, a friendship connection that will last a lifetime. So would you ever do a content party? Uh, um, <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> this is my thing. It has nothing to do with anything else. I don't think God wants me to be a porn star. So when I set big things into fruition, they do not work out for me. For example, mm-hmm. I am supposed to be flying to Miami today to go to a content party with Girls Gone Wireless, and I had a firework blow up in my hand yesterday Ooh, making an Instagram video. So I will not be going to Miami, and I've been planning this tour for a couple of months, and I've invested a lot of money into it. So when things like this happen, I'd be like, God, is that you telling me you don't want me to make no more porn because things like this happen? Or it might be you want you to go to Miami because some shit might happen at that content party. Yeah, well, or like, okay, for example, when I went to AVN for the first time, I got in a fight with my boyfriend. The company AVN kicked me out of the whole proceedings and then tried to kick me off. Yeah, they tried to kick me off the Hard Rock property and then Hard Rock as a company was like, she's a domestic violence victim. We're not going to kick her off of the property. So they said, okay, give us back all of your passes. You're not allowed to participate or let them anybody know you're with AVN. So, Mm. you know, I felt... I respect them as a brand, but I did mm. feel as a woman and like not yeah, an employee, but like, 
you know, you freelancing with them, you helping them as a company grow. When I got in a bad situation, they were like, no, bitch, we don't want nothing to do with you. So that was hard for me. And there is a little mm-hmm. bit of distrust there. Um, but yeah, so that was like the first year that I went to AVN. They kicked me off the property. And then, you know, so yeah. all and all these things happened along the way for me. And then we. They took my Instagram, which drastically changed my income. So um, I invested in a like a permanent makeup artist, like a tattooing class. So really mm-hmm. what's out there right now and what I have already made, it's kind of what's what it's going to be. I feel you. I feel you. So shoot. Now, the only I can tell you, I tell any female is it's timing. And even with you, and I'm saying this for a guy to be in the business 15 years, and I'm not saying to keep you in the business because I have no dog in the fight because I'm retired. <laughs> you feel me? But do I think you have to make it of being one of the baddest in the game? Yeah. It's just I think that you ran to a couple of rough spots, and they'll eventually once once you start once you start clicking, you'll see. Yeah, not tell anybody like, that. I that's the nice thing about me and building my permanent makeup artist. Like I'm a tattoo artist. I could still be a porn star. I'm not going back to the bank, you know, but, um, but I, I think, I think there is that capability there as well. When I put stuff out, it just seems to, you know, kind of blow up for me. Um, Mm -hmm. but definitely, you know, it was like, I can't, I did this in 2017. I stopped. I started again because of COVID. So trying to produce new high quality porn in a pandemic was a lot. So even what's out there from this last year, you know, it's mostly solo content that I filmed on my own. Um, So I do hope that I have more opportunities and continue to grow. But like basically the, the primary problem for me now is that the amount of for I live in Northern California and working mm. out of the California Bay area industry is not really popping like that. There's kind of a disenfranchisement mm. there. It's like, it's like all for all for yourself there, um, mm. you know? And so in order for me to work with people, that means going to LA, that means going to Vegas. A lot of these shoots that they're trying to hire me, they're offering me between five and $700 that means that I am breaking even or losing money on the shoot. I cannot do it. So yes, I would love to be in more videos, but until these producers get realistic about the costs of hiring me and the fact Mm -hmm. that I'm not paying to shoot porn with you, then I don't know what to do guys. Like, (laughs) but see, but see that, that what I was saying, what it come down to it is one, this is my opinion. Just, just my opinion. If you can get to the East coast, and you start doing a couple of shoots with some of these, some of the top guys over there, it's going to make people pay attention. Because me being a producer and talk to a lot of these big time producers, that's what they look at. They look at who the girl's working with, how much steam she's bringing, how much heat she got going, and how big she's becoming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with you, do not get it twisted. You look like a plumper pass girl. So it wouldn't surprise me one day that Clint called you for that. No, Clint <laughs> has turned me down 
Clint oh, has turned geez. me down since 2013. I'm not sure. I ask him directly what he does not like about me, and he never answers the question. But hey, Clint, I don't know. I no disrespect to the brand, but since 2013, yeah. he's been telling me no. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, but, but just I tell people, up. hey, look at it this way: when he do say yeah, you can tell. I'm gonna him. say no. Because I'm from the California Bay Area. I'm raised yeah. on E40. I'm raised on Too Short. We are independent. We do our stuff ourselves. I'm not even yeah. mad. Can you release my video? Yeah. They tell me yes, I'm going to tell you no. Mm -hmm. Because on the low, these big companies not making money like they used to. You can no, tell. they're not. Well, and that's what, that, that's the thing about about you know educating myself. There's a documentary that talks about the hubs and the inception of them and losing money from that. Um, yeah. So I knew even before I started making porn that porn wasn't making no money. Because mm -hmm. to be honest with you, like with Brazel, this I know Brazel ain't making money. Brazel would never shoot a BBW, nor would shoot a transsexual. They done done both this year. That showed me right there they ain't making much money. Because now you're trying to find, you're trying to find fans. You're trying to find traffic, and when you completely switch what you what you normally do, it's not because you want to be progressive. It's because your money ain't the money that you was making with just regular boy girl with these girls ain't working. So now we need to find something else. Right. Yeah. So right. when you got in the game, was you surprised how much? How popular BBWs are? Um, I personally was not surprised just because I've always been me. Um, but I, I'm surprised how undercover it is still. I'm surprised that people try to fake that it's not a real thing still. Mm -hmm. I am not surprised that Brazers investigated BBW because... You, they're making money. They're getting yeah. money. Eliza Lore gave away $10,000 in the pandemic. She donated yeah. to other sex workers, Cupcake Fund, I think it's called. Um, mm -hmm. She donated t over $10,000. That means she had, that was her disposable income. And everybody want to say, oh, you're fat girls, you're this, you're that. No, 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 honey. That's not. No, no, y'all killing. Y'all killing. Yeah. Because you notice who runs TikTok, the big girls. Right. Twitter. The big girls, you want to be honest. Be honest with you. The only time we with only fans, the only ones you see that talk about making money, the skinny girls. But the big girls are up there with them, if not doing better. Yeah, they, they yeah. If you look at the people who put their percentages in their in their screen name, a lot of the big girls are. You don't if you if you're on OnlyFans and you don't have a point something, you're not popping like that. I you're not really don't have a point something. I, I like I personally don't, but if you're not 0.07 percent, 0.02 percent, you're not popping like that. If you still no. have 12 percent, <laughs> because remember we talked about it with you being an accountant. You was like, when you think about everything that y'all had to spend, even if that girl make a shitload of money, she's basically still breaking even for what she right. had to spend to make all them videos. Right. Right. So, yeah, because they're not looking at that, ladies. If there is any ladies listening to this. Please keep receipts for everything. If you make your videos inside your house, there are two things. 
One, if you have children, you cannot make videos inside your house at any time, whether or not they are there or not. Two, if you are making videos inside of your house, every dime of your rent is tax deductible. Keep receipts because if you are earning a lot of money on OnlyFans, you're going to want to negate that with your business expenses at the end of the year. And those business expenses include your hair, your nails, your lingerie, your rent, your gas, your hotel for the shoot. So ladies, 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 we want to be keeping all receipts for those things. And then that way we are not paying the tax man at the end of the year for our OnlyFans. Stop playing with her. God damn it. She know her shit. Right. <laughs> Stop playing with it. She know her shit. Yeah. Most definitely. See, that's what I'm talking about. Giving people knowledge. That's why I do this podcast. See? That's Other what podcasts don't talk about this. The concept that game is to be sold and not is great, but it is a part of what is holding us back. Basically. I want my money for the time and effort that I got for the information too. But there are certain times such as this where we need to be open with our knowledge. We need to be sharing so we can move forward because this is a billion dollar industry, adult entertainment, and we don't need to hide in the shadows anymore. We could be honorable business people out here with the rest of the world. With that being said, baby girl, tell about where they can find you. So um, the best way that you can find me is by just Googling my screen name. It's it's Kylie BBW, I-T-S-K-Y-L-I-E, BBW. One more shout out. If you enjoyed this interview, um, there is kind of a disconnect that sex work is a service industry and we like tips. So if you feel so inclined for my entertainment today, my son has a 13th birthday coming up and that handle it's Kylie BBW can also be reached at cash app. Shoot me $5, shoot me $10, send my son some ice cream guys. Say no more. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming by, Miss Lady. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It has been an honor and a great time. And you will be coming back, right? Yeah, I thought uh, we're going to work on It's Sunny, Always Sunny with Kylie uh, being a new concept. We're going to talk about that off air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So, people, she will be back to be a co-host for the Smokers Lounge. Watch out yes, for that. Yes, I will be back to you as long uh, co-host for the Smokers Hound and check us both out Twitter. You guys follow us on Twitter for more times that we're going to link up and chat. Say no more. Talk to you later, man. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.